part, I'm joined today by my very good friend, Super Sale Trish, who's been on the show before, but we haven't documented her seller story. I met Trish at a Boston meetup way back, and I always tease her because I'm from Southern California, and she made me stand in the cold for a while and chat. Made and is a little me. bit of an exaggeration. <laughs> we didn't seem cold at all, but I don't want to reveal too much. I'm here. Trish is here. How's it going, Trish? Not bad. How about you, Doug? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Anytime. All right, let's get started. So your super sale, Trish, where did that come from? And what's that mean? Where did it come from? My name's Trish and I was okay. going to sell stuff and I thought I'd be good at it. That makes sense. <laughs> Ingenious of me. Um, that's where it came from. I just put down names on a paper and I decided on that one. Okay. For those that don't know, how long have you been selling online and how did you get into online selling? So now it's about 10 years altogether, but I bought a, I worked in construction and there was a bubble and I lost my job Okay. and I decided to go on a different route. And I bought a women's consignment store, a couple of towns over from me that was for sale and on paper. It was great. And I had been going there. I didn't just do it willy nilly. I went there for a while. And so I bought this and it was an unmitigated disaster, <laughs> <laughs> like bad, okay. bad. And so after about a year, I moved to locations to try to get cheaper rent, to try to make it work. And at that point, I just started selling on eBay only to make the rent, to be honest with you. I always paid the customer and a client, so I never owed anybody any money. I was behind in everything, rent, electric, all that kind of stuff. So I just started to pay the bills and I wouldn't donate. So I don't know how you, what you know about consignment, but after so long, it reverts back to the store and you can donate. It's in the contract. Yeah. You could donate it. You can do whatever you want with it. Most people donate it. When you're not making any freaking money, you don't donate the stuff because you need every dollar yeah, yeah. that you can do. So I would have a big tent sale and just sell everything for a buck. And then I'm like, that's crazy. Some of this stuff is worth money. So I started putting it on eBay. And by the time I closed the store, I was making a lot more money on eBay than I was in the store. I had three very large storage units when I closed, full of okay. clothes. And I thought, when I was done with those three storage units, I would never touch a piece of clothing again. Okay. I was mortified. I hated it. I hated that I was a failure. I hated clothing. I hated women. I hated everything. I never <laughs> wanted to see anybody. Right. But by the end of the third storage unit, I was out buying clothes. And here we are today. And how long have you been selling on eBay? So altogether, I think it's about 10 years okay. since it, since I still owned the store for a few years and then continued. And what was the name of the store? A Passion for Fashion. Oh, that's cute. Very that was cute. the name it had. I did not. Right. Yeah. So, and I, you know what, that would have been my eBay name all across the board, but it was taken. Oh. So then that's why I had to find a name that I could just use. And I decided to go with super sale trash and that's okay. what happened interesting okay so you transitioned to fully online what was that transition like and what did you take from your brick and mortar experience into your online selling experience i went from 
trying very hard to sell anything any day because it would be very difficult to get people to even come in the store. So I did go to a high volume, low cost model because okay. of that. I felt more secure as a seller selling multiple things every single day. I would rather sell something for 25 bucks every day than wait for 50 a couple of times a day, especially because I could get the items so cheap, if not free. Okay. So especially at the beginning, everything was free because it was left over from the consignment. So because of that, I got into a high volume, low cost model. And the other thing I took away from the brick and mortar is I didn't want overhead. Yeah. That overhead was killing me. The idea of having to pay $2,000 a month in rent and pray that someone would come in the door and then advertising and the phone and the electric and all those things. The month that I closed the store, I had a lease and we lost heat. The boiler blew in the building. Oh, wow. I have Facebook posts of me saying with all of these heaters facing, it's 30 degrees outside. There is yeah. frost on the windows. Yeah. With saying it's 55 in here. I'll take 55% off anything if you come in. Wow. I would have done anything to just make it work. And I just couldn't. It was just awful. So yeah. I didn't want overhead and I didn't want to be relied relying on somebody else. I was relying on my on my landlord to make sure it was a building that I could use and it wasn't. So I was very determined to be in charge of it all because of that. Okay. Interesting. Did you teach yourself eBay? How'd you learn to sell online? The first time I sold online was 1992. So I've been selling consistently for 10 years. My dad was a golfer. And one time he went, I don't know, Kmart. There was golf balls, the multi-packs yeah. in a big bin. And they were 10 cents per box. And so he bought two carriages, two buggies worth of balls. So he comes home with 300, 300 packages of golf balls. He couldn't have used that many for the rest of his life if he went yeah. every day. So he said to me, I think we should sell these on eBay. And I was like, what's eBay? Old man, you're out of your mind. I sold golf balls for him in the early 90s. And I can remember waiting. I used to get money orders. I used to get checks. <laughs> wow. I used to get cash in the mail. So he would buy things every once in a while and I would sell them for him. And most of the time he just let me have the money because I was young and yeah. divorced and had a baby and he was just being nice to me. And so if I did the work, he would let me have the money. So I would do that for a while. But then I got a job and life went on and I didn't sell on eBay for a really long time. So when I had the store and I was failing miserably, that's where my mind went to try eBay, which is what happened. That's interesting. And so you're pretty business savvy. Did that come from your dad or where did that come from? Yeah, both of my your... parents were self-employed my whole life. Okay. So my dad was a lawyer, but he owned a law firm, a small one, before he went into politics. And then he became a judge. When I was a kid, he owned a car wash for a little while because some guy he represented couldn't pay him. All right. We owned some other house where we would go in and he was very, even though he was a lawyer, he could do anything, build anything, do anything. He would flip houses when I was a kid. My grandfather owned a business and my mother sold real estate. So being your own boss was always a thing that these people yeah. did. So you just pick it up. And I never really worried about making money, to be honest with you. I figured one way or another I'd survive. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And so, yeah, like you said, be your own boss, self-starter, multiple streams of income. Very like modern thinking too. 
hey, who would have thought? Exactly. <laughs> so you're very active and very well known in the seller community. So tell us about that. Bring us back. How'd you get into the seller community? Maybe some highlights for you. Sure. What the community means. So how I got in the community, I didn't know there was a community. I went on to Meetup. Okay. And Diane Lassonde had just taken over Chris Green's Meetup. He was yeah. the guy who did Amazon. And okay. all right. So she had taken over his Meetup and I went in and I owned the consignment shop at the time. And I went in and just said, you know, I was just wondering how this works, what you do, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. A week later, she shows up at my store. <laughs> She walks in. She's like, hey, I'm Diane. You got me on Zoom. I think I have a meetup and I need someone to run it with me and you should come. And I was like, no. And I said no, because I was drowning. I couldn't even focus on anything other than getting myself out of this mess. Yeah. So uh, maybe a year and a half later, I showed up at a meetup. So I walk in and she goes, you're the girl who owned the consignment store. <laughs> I was like, yep, that's me. And so I was there maybe three or four months and eBay opening was happening and we're in a restaurant and there's like, you know, 25, 45 people there and we're all doing our little eBay thing. And she says, I think I'm going to go to eBay open. Does anybody want to go with me? Now I've only seen this woman twice or three times and I go, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, where is it? She goes, Vegas. I go, never been. I'll go. Wow. So Diane and I went to Vegas and we've been pretty much inseparable since. And what year was that? I want to say 2017. Okay. All right. Interesting. Yeah. And yeah. so I went to eBay Open and then the uh, next year I joined the seller diversity team with yeah. Dominique. Yeah. And I did that for a couple of years and I would do anything anybody asked me just because, you know, and yeah, I'm loud and I'm from Boston and <laughs> it just happens. I yell, I want to yeah. go to the bar, who wants a beer? <laughs> and so I, my first eBay open, I was coming up the ramp at Mandalay Bay and yeah. um, I yell from the bar, Diane's like ahead of me. And I yell, Diane, where are you going? And all of a sudden this girl with bright pink hair whips around and goes, where are you from? I go, where are you from? She's Rhode Island. I'm like, Massachusetts. And so that was Vicky, LV, Pink Peacock. And so Vicky and I became friends. And then, so we introduced ourselves. And um, later that night, I'm in the, where the open, where they give you the drinks the first night, you know, the social yeah. part. And I yell to Diane, Diane, you want a beer from the bar? <laughs> And after that, I could not get rid of Vicky. Vicky was like on me. Talk, <laughs> talk again. Talk again. No one talks about you because she'd been living in Vegas for yeah. 11 years or something. Vicky said, when I first met Trish, it was like going home because like I would say this crap. Yeah, I've tried to tone it down since then, but you never know. It still happens. You do stand out in a room. <laughs> you are known for your bubbly personality and your humor. Huma. Where did that? So where did that come from? Which one? Both. I don't know. I like bubbly. I was just born like this. Okay. I have energy till I go until I drop. And I don't think I'm funny. <laughs> I, don't. I think everyone else is funny. I laugh all the time. I think everyone's funny, but I don't think I'm particularly funny, but. That's what crazy people say. They think everybody else is crazy and they're sane. Okay. I know I'm not sane. <laughs> Let's be serious, Doug. No, but I think I'll go anywhere. I'll do anything. I'll talk to anybody. I think because I'm an only child. 
I have no problem going anywhere by myself. I'll introduce myself. I'll find somebody to talk to. I think a lot of people get nervous or intimidated by going to these events. And I could say, honestly, it's helped my eBay business more than I can explain. And also, you never know who you're going to meet and who you're going to become friends with, right? Exactly. Look at us. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. So how did you get connected with List Perfectly? So in 2018 at eBay Open, they were there with Teresa. Didn't know any of them, but they were passing out stuff. And they don't think they both had a ticket. I think that they had to switch off. Yeah. I never saw them together. I never saw Clara and Amanda together. So I didn't know that they owned this company. I didn't really know anything. Yeah. I didn't really know Teresa, but Vicky and Katie did. And Teresa owned an Airbnb in Phoenix. And in 2019, my father had been diagnosed with cancer and he wanted to go to the Grand Canyon. Okay. And so there was going to be Posh Fest before we were going to go to the Grand Canyon. And I said to my husband, I don't sell on uh, Posh, but I think maybe I should go and check it out. And so evidently I wrote on Facebook that I was thinking about going to Posh Fest and coming to Phoenix. And Teresa says, come and stay in my Airbnb. I don't know if I would have known the woman. (laughs) Honest to God. I don't know if I would have known her. And so then she calls me and says, no, really, come. It's great. You, I'll go to Posh. We'll both go to Posh Fest. She said, I'm going to go for List Perfectly. So I said, I'll go. And she goes, all right, would you mind wearing a t-shirt and stuff? I said, no, if I'm fine. Lara and Amanda had come to Diane's in the meantime. So I knew who they were enough to say, yeah, sure. They're sweet. I'll come. So she comes and picks us up at the airport, brings us to her Airbnb. Teresa and I went to um, Posh Fest for two or three days, wore List Perfectly shirts every day, walked around, talked to everybody. And by the end, she and I were friends. There you go. So now you work for List Perfectly. So tell us what you do for those that don't know. I am the director of operations. All right. Right now I'm planning, we're having a tour across the United States. So we're going to do our own small events and we're actually going to do a big event, which we haven't really announced yet, but that's coming. So that's what I'm doing right now. And that came about because I went to FlipCon with Teresa and uh, she was coming to the East Coast. And she's somebody who I'd, I really probably only seen once since I went and stayed at her Airbnb. I mean, she lives in Phoenix. I live in Boston. And she said, hey, I'm going to be on the East Coast. Why don't you come? I said, okay. She said, if you buy a ticket, you can share my hotel room. I said, okay, great. So I buy a ticket, I get myself flown down there, I go, Clara and you were there, and by the end, Clara had offered me a job. All right, there you go. And you and I knew each other, obviously. Yeah, you had been up to Boston a couple times, I'd met you at eBay Open, so you That's and right. I already knew each other, yeah. That's right. Yes. Already two peas in a pod. <laughs> in a pod. <laughs> yes. So you have this mantra, so tell us your mantra and what it means to you. My mantra always was, I wanted to build myself a business. I didn't want to build myself a job. I hated the fact that I had to go to that damn consignment store every single day. I hated the fact that I had to do that there was no one else. I got sick or if I something happened to me, the store would close. My daughter had a full-time job. Sure. Maybe I could get my mom to go for a few hours, but she still works. She's not going to go over there all day. And so when I closed the store and started the eBay business, I worked very hard at building myself a business. 
wanted to have listers. I wanted to have a system. I wanted things to go on every day. I wanted to be able to go on vacation. I wanted to have a listing bank. So I would have 200 items in there. So if I went on vacation, I could extend handling time, but things continued to roll. I didn't want to be in the position where I felt like I was for a very long time, whereas I was the only one, even if I was the only one, if you build in the right processes, you can have a business and not just a job. And now, since I started to work for List Perfectly, my daughter, who's 30, she now, she and I both own it now. And all I really do is some sourcing. She takes care of everything else. Like I want her to be able to not be a slave to what's happening that if you're not there every day, everything stops. So this kind of goes back to your parents and being a self-starter, being your own boss, having those multiple streams of income, multiple yeah. options. Yeah. I never really thought about it, but you're right. Therapy with Doug. That's right. <laughs> the doctor's in. The doctor's in. I have an online doctorate, so. In what? Comedic science. <laughs> it's true. And so she's come up. She always comes up in conversations with you and you two are inseparable. I've seen you like attached at the hip. I've seen you in <laughs> matching costumes. I've seen you in complimentary costumes. I've seen you in many situations. Tell us about Diane, the relationship and what she means to you. Okay. So Di really, I think because I'm an only child, I never had a sister. And at this point in my life, I understood... I, in a small way. She's my person. I could call her in the middle of the night. She would come get me. She gives me tough love when I need it. She says things to me I really don't want to hear sometimes. I've seen that too. Yeah. Also my best friend and more. She goes out of her way to help me. I, she'll do anything. And it's mutual. And her family has taken my daughter and I and some to extend my husband. He's not the most <laughs> social dude. Only one of us can be like this. If there was two of us, you're in trouble. Look, yeah, it'll be too much. You guys exactly. cancel out. Exactly. But even he, we all went to Las Vegas. We just all went to Katie and Vicky's wedding. And unfortunately, she has terminal cancer. And that has made a whole new layer to this whole thing. That's hard. But as usual... She's still saying whatever she wishes and she says stuff and I just shake my head. God bless her. She and I were out the other night with Julie and Chris Brown, who are Ohio Tiki Nuts. I almost said yeah. that wrong. And we were in the parking lot, Julie and Chris, or maybe Julie, my daughter. So it was just she and I were in the parking lot of the Packy and uh, we were waiting for them to come out. And she said to me, she's mad because... We don't have enough time. We should have met earlier. I'm a little mad at myself that the year and a half when she came into the store that I just didn't go then, sure, sure. but I didn't. And so it's one of those things. It's a beautiful thing and it's bittersweet at this moment, but I'm thankful that I have it. Yeah. And it is a beautiful thing. You're beautiful together and she's a lovely, classy lady. Yeah. And I wouldn't expect anything else. It's like, <laughs> she's going to take anything head on. Yep. Totally. And she's got you, but I mean, no, she's, she just keeps, she's doing whatever she wants to do. Yeah. I said to her yesterday, if you don't, if you're tired, we can just stay home. She's like, I'm always tired. We're going. I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. No, it's a lovely friendship and it really shows. And she, and she is an entrepreneur to the bottom nth degree. And she has done multiple things. She's owned brick and mortars, multiple. She's sold through different things. And she really is. A, and even now, she has no hair. She's going through chemo. She's still on, still selling on eBay. I'm going to be honest. I think I'd stop, but she's still going. Yeah. 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 
So what uh, one single top piece of advice for new sellers? Find yourself, your people. It is a tough thing to get into and your friends are going to come to your house and see piles of stuff and they're going to see <laughs> baskets full of numbers and they're going to be like, what in God's name are you doing? Yeah. Why are you going to those yard sales or those thrift stores? But you have to find, and there are pockets of us, either eBay now has event, their own meetup kind of thing. Go on meetup. You can go online. You can find them virtually. List Perfectly has our own firm called Listing Party that you can meet other people who think like you. I have a mastermind class every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on Listing Party. And it's one of those things that you need to find the other people because there was no reason for you to reinvent the wheel. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do your own research, but if you're somewhere and you're like, is this really worth it? How do I send this? What's the cheapest way to send out a pair of jeans so that you're not spending as much in shipping or you're not charging as much as shipping? There's yeah. a lot of things that you don't need to reinvent. And so my biggest piece of advice would be to come find us because we want to help you. Clara, the woman who, one of the co-founders of List Perfectly always says that there is enough room for everybody in e-commerce. And I couldn't agree with that more. And I also think that the better we are as a group selling, that the sea rises. We will all the boats will be brought up. If we get rid of the bad sellers, the sellers who don't really, and we all bring our own standards up, that just helps everybody. So I really do think that's my best piece of advice. All right. That's great. That's great. Three words to describe yourself. Oh, this is hard. I think I'm Bostonian-ish. Like all right. I think I have that kind of edge. I try to be kind. You're very kind. You're also you. very Bostonian-ish. Sometimes those things don't go together, which is why I laughed. And my last one is, I think that I'm, I'll, I want to use the word fearless, but that isn't really what I meant. I'll do anything once. I'll do anything. You want to go somewhere? You want to try food? You want to drink a beverage? You want to do whatever? I'll do it with you. You want to go watch the ants have a race? I'm going to. Adventurous? Adventurous. That's yeah, good. Yeah, you're adventurous. Yeah, that's a good I am. One. There you go. All right. Anything to add before I let you go? I think that everybody should resell. Honestly, I think you should all be on the lookout, even if you're not. You come across stuff that can be worth money. You just don't want to walk away. But just keep your eyes open. Even if you're not going to do this for a living, you want to dabble a little. I think it's a great side hustle. And the other thing I would like to say is I'm very happy to be at List Perfectly, actually. It's been really fun. This is the first time in a long time that I've used some skills that I forgot about. So I'm glad to be here. We're glad to have you. And oh, we've you. only just begun. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I always love talking to you and love working with you. And thanks for coming on the show. You're welcome. And right back at you, you are a very fun guy. And I do thoroughly enjoy your company. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. I'm sure we will talk again soon. And uh, we've been joined by the fabulous Super Sale Trish, who <laughs> is Bostonian-ish, yes. kind, and adventurous. Adventure Trish. Adventure Trish. Bostonian Trish. <laughs> Doesn't Adventure Trish sound like a cartoon? Adventure Trish. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. It does.